Advertising is based on one thing. Happiness. Hello, 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 and welcome back to your... Oh, that's on repeat. Hello, <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome back to your Nerd of Godcast, that place where Christ culture and nerd culture do, in fact, come together uh, to have a great time. We're going to be geeking out, giving glory to God, but uh, guess what? Tonight, I'm not going to be doing it by myself. With me, as always, is... Well, guess Steven's not here tonight, so moving on around the squared circle. Often imitated, never successfully duplicated, even under the most pristine lab conditions. He's your friend. He's my friend. He is an icon to the children, a hero to the young ones. Brilliant, talented, wonderful, inspirational, aspirational, the icon. It's the big man, Quentin Gregory Neff. We were going to duplicate Steven, but then I would have lost all of those credentials you just listed. That's right. So. That's right. Well, they all they all poured down on you, man. That's uh, crap rolls downhill, I guess. I don't know. If that's the... <laughs> <laughs> Keeping this party going, uh, she has traveled the world in the seven seas. She is a punk rock pirate, and I like her style. She's your friend and mine, Alexandria Marica. I would think that I would need to advertise my friendship, but I'm just going to be your friend anyway. So here we are. <laughs> it's Hi, it's nice a compulsory <laughs> subscription service. You don't, <laughs> there is no plan B. Um, awesome. Uh, moving right around the circle because we are missing not only one, but two of our crew members tonight. We don't know where Julia is either, uh, but that's okay because uh, we're pretty sure that this young lady has company. She's dangerous. She's deadly. And... She's a delight to be around. You welcome back one half of the Nerd of God cast twins, Jessica Terror Sadler. Hello, hello, hello. How is everyone? Hello, hello, hello. So good. Jessica. Fantastic. Awesome. And it's lovely to have you here. Uh, and not forgetting that we have not but one but two Saddlers and a complete set, oh, yeah. as it were, pushing all the buttons to keep this bucket of bolts flying over in the sound booth. It is our own resident smart guy, Nick the Engineer. Hello. All right. I had a full Steven thought in my head. What was your full? You had a full Steven thought? Yeah. I don't even know that Steven's ever had a full Steven <laughs> thought in his head. He would have He would have called it a Settler. A Settler? Yeah, a, a oh, set of like, a, like the Saddlers of oh, Catan? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, dang it, I forgot that I was going to bring that this time. You didn't. Oh. You failed us for the last time. Next week, I'll bring uh, it to the youth. Nick the Engineer, could you please bring me my bag? Yes. Because there's something that I had to bring tonight, and I did not forget it. Alexandria, I have something for you. What? Whoa. I know. I don't fully understand what this is, but it's yours. Okay. The other day at my home where I live, where I sleep, where I where I n- take care of my family, a package showed up for you. What? <laughs> I know. For why? I, I don't know the story behind this, so you're going to tell us what the story is behind this, okay? I wish I had. This is a Magic Gathering Commander <laughs> Reap the Tides deck. No way! It's from... 
It's from Ryan Felton. Ryan Felton, our <laughs> Devo manager, yeah. our DM. Because I jokingly put a status on my Facebook the other day that was like, if anyone wants to get, get me a gift, I'll take coffee beans, houseplants, or Nikes. It's not my birthday or anything. Just wanted to throw that out there. And then he commented, so if a commander deck appeared at your house, question mark. And I was like, eyes emoji. Well, <laughs> and I didn't think he was serious, but now I have a new commander deck. And here we are with the eyes emoji in real life. Great job, Ryan. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, what, what a, a sweetheart. Yeah. What a good guy, man. He Ryan. Is great. Ryan is great from City on a Hill game. And he, he, uh, he also does. He, he runs all of our daily devos. And if you don't subscribe to our daily nerd devo, what are you waiting for? Every single yes. weekday, you get a nice three minute devotion that crosses over Christ culture and nerd culture. We're coming out of ladies lead week. So we had some awesome devos from some of our favorite young ladies this week. That was exciting. Yeah. yeah. So, Neff, you're dancing. You're doing a dance over there. <laughs> Sorry, Jake. Yeah. Neff is very happy if, about this. For those who aren't, who aren't uh, regular listeners of the Devos, uh, first of all, go subscribe. They're fantastic. Yeah. But also, I started a, a series, a ten-week series, uh, called Fast and Furious Fridays. Okay. Where every Friday, uh, Friday, every <laughs> every Friday, uh, uh, you're getting a Devo based off the Fast and Furious series, leading up to uh, Fast Nine. That doesn't excite me as much as I think it excites <laughs> you, but that's cool. I mean, so I, I'll listen to I have, it's I a ha- series. I, I have seen zero Fast and Furious movies. Well, that's okay. I, I explained the plot of the movie so you don't have to watch them. Oh, well, good. I mean, okay, so that'll save me some. So some. Spoilers, you know, just so you know. One guy dies. The other guy's Vin Diesel. And then and the, other the, one's rock, the Rock sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> With the goatee. I've seen 30 minutes of Fast and Furious. And then Lil so. Bow Wow, but that's a prequel or some such. Yeah. Ludacris is in there Statham. somewhere. I don't know. It's it's all too much for me. I've been on the ride at Universal though. Was, oh. I'm not gonna lie. That's why you I don't, don't like know the why. I kind of love the Fast and Furious movies. Do I, you really? Yeah. I don't know why. I'm on the seventh movie and because I've been watching them as I've been writing them, and I can't lie. I've enjoyed pretty much every single one I've so watched. So maybe this is something that's that I really need because I remember going on the ride at Universal and walking in there saying. My understanding was that this was a movie franchise about a bunch of guys that raced cars. That's the first movie. In a Fast and Furious fashion. And I walked in there, all of a sudden it's like, how come I feel like I'm in some kind of like spy headquarters here? So you haven't seen the fourth movie, because that's when everything turns Turns, around. Turns, yeah. From the fourth (laughs) movie on, like street racing goes out the window. Because the first three movies are all about street racing, but like with little criminal things like put into it. But then, like, four on is all crazy stuff. So what if there was other movies that just jumped genres like that? What if there was? What if we were watching, let's say, the sequel to Forrest Gump, only it was like, uh, instead of it being him traveling through, you know, history and, and interacting with iconic events, it was like Forrest Gump in, like, a musical or something like that. I was going to say Forrest Gump in space. Forrest Gump <laughs> in space. Everything, if you just take anything and just put in space at the end, it's automatically <laughs> the perfect sequel. Here's the real question. Oh, open the pod. Bay doors, Lieutenant oh Diane. My God. Would would Forrest Gump be wearing a red shirt? Uh, <laughs> no, but no. Bubba would. Now let us know what movie genres you'd like to see jump. The best way for you to do that is connect with us across all the social medias. <laughs> 
I'm so sorry. Uh, you can connect with us across Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube, as well as TikTok at Nerd of Godcast. You can uh, visit our small group on Facebook. That's the Nerd of God Squad. You can also leapfrog there by going to nogsquad.com. Uh, please connect with us everywhere. We just we just want to talk with you. We just want to share whimsical animated gifts with you and be your friends. So uh, if you're listening to this wherever you're listening to podcasts, please make sure that you click that subscribe button and leave us a review with five stars uh, that really helps us out live your dreams and blah 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 uh, well it's going to be a great night tonight tonight we're talking about advertising do you guys do you guys like commercials when they come up on TV it depends on the commercial if it's like a really good commercial or a funny commercial then I do enjoy it but if it's something that uh, plays all the time and is not funny or just a terrible commercial then I automatically hate it forever. <laughs> automatically hate it forever. I begin to resent the people that were in this, the, the people that made this commercial, the product that it's selling. Or even worse, I'll like it, and then it'll play on YouTube in front of every video I watch. Now, that's the it. thing. That's the thing. So I think the way that we consume media now has affected the way that commercials work because I have discovered YouTube. First off, YouTube, you're, you're a little pushy with that whole, do you want your free trial? Do you want your free trial? No, YouTube, I don't. You want your free trial? YouTube, I, I don't. You want your free trial? YouTube, what? What, what's going on here? This is this is a little much, and then, and that's fine. I don't mind watching a video before my video. I don't mind. I, I understand they got to pay the bills, right? And skipping it. But now I don't like that they're throwing videos like advertisements in the middle of my videos. Right. Yeah. That, that makes one, me so mad. That but one sometimes makes me mad. They're really well placed. Yeah. Sometimes they're not, though. I was watching a video that was sort of a, a nice edited compilation of, like, the greatest moments of all these Disney movies, Disney animated movies. And it was, like, really building to, like, a tearful point, And all of a sudden, like, Aah! and it jumps over to, like, some kind of stupid, oh, well, that's an alcoholic beverage. I don't even drink alcohol, YouTube. Why are you trying to sell me this lemonade-flavored beer? Who even thought lemonade-flavored beer was a good thing? I don't drink beer. because they know you're going to watch it to get to the end of the video. I have to. You can't skip. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. I literally yesterday was in the middle of watching a really great like spontaneous worship moment and I was like so into it and I was like yes Jesus mm-hmm. and then it stopped for an ad about a bank <sighs> and I was like I do not store up my treasures <laughs> in earthly places. That's right, where the moth is going to eat them things and the rust is going to consume so stop. it. So stop. Stop it. Stop it, Give YouTube. unto Caesars what is Caesar, but my time belongs to Jesus. Yeah, so we, like, I have, and this is the thing, like, I, I use Hulu, and I would love to pay for ad-free Hulu, but oh, Hulu yeah. is so cheap. It's like, here's, here, you can have Hulu for $5 a month. Unless you want to skip them commercials, then it's $57, one of your internal organs, and we get to name your firstborn child. It's like, whoa, Hulu. They really do be like that. That's oh, escalated yeah. quickly, man. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, commercials are, are the worst, but then I find myself like nostalgic for old commercials. Like I'll go back and watch old advertisements from my childhood. It's like, I've got the fever for the flavor of a Pringles. Like I all of a sudden I'll have a jingle in my head or it's like, I'm a pepper. You're a pepper. He's a pepper. She's a pepper. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper too? It's a Dr. Pepper. Dr. Pepper, yeah. 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 <laughs> anyway, I, 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 these old commercials, I even had someone buy me a DVD collection. It was like a four DVD set of the greatest commercials of the 1950s, 60s, and 70s. You were, in, you were, like, barely alive. I know, but I, I find them so entertaining. Like, I, there's something about watching the way that things were sold to people back then. I, I even like reading old magazines like National Geographic just to see the ads in there and the way that they would sell stuff. It was just so unique and interesting, and uh, it's just such a slice out of the time period. Then. So we're going to talk about commercials tonight. 
uh, and we'll open up with uh, the, the way that we often do uh, with a little game that we play. This is called the Two Question Interview. It's the Two Question Interview. Bum, bum. And tonight's Two Question Interview is going to open up with this question. What is a commercial that you love? Berries and cream, Starburst. <laughs> <laughs> it's an all-time classic. <laughs> it is one of the funniest things. It still slaps so, Okay, today. so I've never seen berries and cream. I have, but pretend I've never seen berries and cream. I am uninitiated. <laughs> Explain to me what berries and cream is. This is a commercial for... Star, uh, uh, yeah, Starburst. Starburst, which is a fruit-flavored chewy candy. Mm-hmm. Berries and cream Starburst. So these two guys are just chilling on, like, I think it's like a train platform. Okay. And they're eating these berries and cream Starburst. Perfect for the commercial. And uh, these new berries and cream Starburst are great. And then this, like, this, like, Dutch-looking dude <laughs> with, like, a bowl cut comes Look, up. Looks like, little, like little Lord Fauntleroy. He's a Quaker. <laughs> yeah. He's not a Quaker. Yeah, huh? There's no way he's a That's Quaker. That's what he looked like. No, he looks like little Lord Fauntleroy. And, and, he's, got, and he's got bags because he just, I guess he just came off the train or the bus or whatever. And he goes... Excuse me, what kind of Starburst did you just say? He goes, berries. Berries? Berries and what else? And cream. And then he goes, oh! oh!" (laughs) (laughs) He looks at him and he goes, berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. (laughs) Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries. Kicks his heels and cream. (laughs) The fact that you've committed it to memory. Flippity flopping good. I laugh every single time. It is so stupid, but I just it's etched in my mind for just being funny because everybody in my middle school just laughed their heads off. I'm I'm sorry that I have to do this. The little lad dance. Oh no no. This video. When I was a little lad, if I wanted berries and cream, mummy made me do the little lad dance. Hmm. Now mummy's gone. But I still like to do the little lad dance, and you might too. You just run in place. Nice form. <laughs> Clap your hands. Elegant. Touch your left heel with your right, and your right heel with your left. Ha <laughs> ha. Gesture to yourself, berries and cream. We. When it all goes together, it looks a little something like this. I wish you could see this right now, you guys. You look wonderful. (laughs) Now, sing the berries and cream song. Wait, before we do this, this is a man, a grown man. Yes, it is. Who probably took acting classes. (laughs) He was probably, like, in plays. Uh I mean, he has an agent. That went out the window as soon as he did that ad, because he blew up. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Up the octave. Go for it. Berries and cream, oh berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Okay, we're done here. <laughs> okay, okay, Neff, valid answer. Uh, somebody save us. What's another? What's a commercial that you really love? Listen, I would, for some unknown reason, I would watch MTV on every summer day. Okay, yeah. And for whatever reason, this commercial was just so catchy. I mean, they literally did it on purpose, but. I I hated it when it was on. Every time it came on, I hated this commercial. 
But then I would find myself thinking about college and things, and I would be like, hmm, where can I go? And, and, <laughs> and what came into your mind? Education Connection. Oh, the Education Connection. I'm looking for an hourly wage. I went to high school, didn't do great. Still, I gotta make more cash. More education is what I'm looking at. When I get a degree, I will make a bigger salary. So now I've got to see which college is right for me. I went on the internet and found Education Connection. I All right, we're done. <laughs> no, it gets so much better. It's, keep going. How could it get better than that? I want to no, know. No, keep going. Some connection <laughs> <laughs> see i can't be mad at that because I'm, I'm in the same boat with uh freecreditreport.com yeah, right. okay freecreditreport.com mm-hmm. or like the jg wentworth commercials jg the, wentworth like the vikings on the bus <laughs> oh, i have a structured settlement i need you cash now call jg wentworth 877 cash now don't actually call them though. Not a sponsor. Yeah, they'll continue to call you, and it's really annoying. Oh. I had to report them to the credit or the BBB. Oh, oh my no. goodness, they're a, the bo- I hate them. Jessica, save us from this. So it's funny because it actually came up on my Facebook memories today. Okay. And I said, "Oh, now I want a pet otter." Now, thank you, Dawn commercials. What Dawn? Yes. Were like they Dawn dish soap? No, I mean there's not a jingle or anything. It's just cute <laughs> animals. Oh, were they like oh. taking oh. baths them from their? From the oil spills oil and whatnot. Spills. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Little I love Becky's. those. Mm-hmm. This is so mm-hmm. cute. There, there was, back in the day, a set of commercials, and I don't know why they were so bad. And I, 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 I loved them so much. And it was a series of commercials for a brand of mints that you could eat, and they came in a little roll, a little tube. And the commercial was all about people having, usually like, uh, you know, European-looking people, uh, Scandinavian looking people running around having their city adventures and something wacky would happen. Hey, this is unusual and unseemly, but look, if I turn and smile at the camera and pop one of these tube mints in my mouth, everything's going to be amazing and I'll be able to do things that I was never able to do before with casual confidence. And um, yeah, so this is this is it. This guy in a business suit just sat down on a park bench that was with wet paint on it, and now he's all stripy. But what's he gonna do? He pops a Mentos, and now he's rolling on the bench, and now he's wearing a pinstripe suit. He eats a Mentos. Oh, oh, I got the Spanish version. Oh, me gustan los Mentos. <laughs> Muy fresca. I think that means strawberries. I don't know. No, no, Spanish. Uh, yeah. Nick, do you have a commercial that you love? Um, I'm trying to think. I can't think of any one of them right now. All right, now. you're off the hook. So we'll, we'll flip this. Yeah, we'll, we'll flip this around then. Uh, second question is, what's a commercial you hate? 
Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> what? Nick, and I, Nick and I were just discussing that before. The, the ultimate worst ad ever. It is definitely the weirdest. I, just, yeah, okay. I hate it. So I again, I've seen this one. This is a Super Bowl commercial from a few yes. years ago. But but but, will you please t- take us on the journey for those who have never seen or whose brains cannot contain just the name? It's. Puppy Monkey Baby. <laughs> and don't even tell us what product is for. Just tell us what Puppy Monkey Baby is. So this guy, I don't know if he's like stressing out. I don't really remember. But I just remember him like all of a sudden this creature appears and it's got the head of a pug, the body of a monkey, and the lower torso or the lower limbs of a baby. Okay. That's upsetting. Incredible. That is some like Island of Dr. Moreau level crap right there. The worst part is it it speaks and it goes, Puppy Monkey Baby. (laughs) (laughs) Puppy Monkey Baby. And then it walks up to him and it goes, and it licks his face and it goes, Puppy, Monkey, Baby. And you're just like, Ew. Okay. Is this the seventh circle? So is this... So is this a commercial for like some kind of like pet food commercial no. or maybe baby care products? <laughs> no, or? it's for Mountain Dew. Because of course it what? is. Man, I might just chill tonight. Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> She needs to see the evil. She needs to see what, it. What flavor? Listen, Baja Blast, Code Red. Which 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 Mountain Dew flavor is like the the LSD flavor? Because that's what's happening here. That's what happens when you mix Probably all the Mountain, Dew. all the Mountain Dews together. <laughs> Look, you get Puppy I'm Monkey saying, Baby. Their World of Warcraft collaboration back in 2006 was much better than this. I hope oh, so. Puppy Monkey Baby. Oh. Uh-huh. What's a commercial you hate, ladies? One that I got emotionally attached to for gum. The extra gum commercial where there's a, a story of a of a like a high school couple, okay? And every day he would like give her a piece of gum, okay. but then he would like save the wrapper and like draw their love story out on it. And then at the very end, there's like a gallery art show thing, and he invites her to it. And it's all of those like little gum wrappers that he drew on. Yeah. And at the very end, he proposes. Extra, you didn't have to do all that. <laughs> it, well, I just want some gum. What, 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 that, that, it's called extra. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> lives up to the extra. Name. The gum that comes with the restraining order. <laughs> But I mean, like, I guess it was cute or whatever. But stop. We don't need all that. She was my girlfriend. She just didn't know it. (laughs) (laughs) But the gum told me to do it. The gum made me do it. Gum of Sam. Bazooka Joe is possessed by Bazooka Joe, (laughs) who we've established on this show already. Bazooka Joe doesn't go to heaven. Jessica, Uh, a commercial you hate. So it was a few years ago. It was another Super Bowl commercial. It was for Nationwide. Okay. And it was the kid. Who I'm to believe is on my side. <laughs> who you would think you. so. I think they were a little bit too on your side with this commercial. <laughs> okay. no. So this is about like childhood safety, I guess, around the home. Mm-hmm. And it was like this kid is like, I'm never going to grow up to have my first kids. And I'm never going to get married. And I'm never going to sail the ocean because I died. What? <laughs> it's like, what, what are Nationwide you talking about? Nationwide is on your side. <laughs> yeah, it's about, like, it's about like home safety and how like. It's it's so oh my Mason, gosh it was why so. This child died. 
<laughs> why? Why? Peyton Manning could not enough chicken parmesans to get that out of my head. Like I, you think, know what you did nationwide. Like I think I like I had to look it up. I was like, I remember there was a really bad like dead kid commercial. Oh my god! <laughs> and I think I mean, they had I, to apologize for it. I afterwards. think any commercial that has a dead kid in it like is one, probably a one bad is commercial. too many. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Unless oh. unless. Then the kid like jumps up and goes Mentos, the freshman. <laughs> then it's all that's oh. actually blown up on TikTok, that kind of stuff. That's funny. Um, my my least favorite, and I just and, and it, I, I almost it almost circles all the way back around to I love it. Now there's commercials that have jingles that'll get stuck in your head. Those earworm jingles. I want to say it's the medicine, the headache medicine that you apply directly to your oh, forehead. Head on, head apply on. directly to forehead. I hate that, but the one that just still haunts my dreams are the sponge monkeys. I think the spiritual successor, the what? spiritual the spiritual predecessor to the puppy monkey baby Ooh. are Quiznos subs sponge monkeys. Oh. Which look like hamsters with googly eyes, human mouths and weird little hats and accessories singing about Quiznos subs. That was like from early 2000s, right? We are the subs. They look like some bad taxidermy. I mean, they're really bad. There's no Santa Fe trio subs. With yeah, they're really bad. Mm -mm -mm -mm. Really bad. And, and they don't make me hungry for subs, even toasted subs. And remember, Quiznos had a good thing going here. It was so good that Subway stole the toasting sandwich idea from Quiznos. That's how mm -hmm. good, but the sponge monkeys killed them, and you, you can't find a Quiznos now. So I, on yeah. that tombstone, it says the sponge monkeys. Thanks, sponge monkeys. <laughs> uh, so let us know what your favorite commercial of all time is and your least favorite commercial from all time is. You can do that by hitting us up across the social medias. Since we're talking advertisements today, I want to take a quick moment to uh, bring an advertisement to our people. Now, normally I would take this opportunity to say, hey, if you want to be a financial part of what we do here at the Nerdy Godcast, bringing the gospel from the comic shops to the game stops, then you can visit us at patreon.com slash nerdygodcast and become a partner for just a dollar a month. You can get a ton of advanced released episodes, bonus content, and even some cool swag uh, when we send that out from time to time. But I'm not going to do that. What I'm going to do instead is refer to a. Do you, you remember the conversation we had about uh, people wanting us to live stream video games? Yes. yes. Twitch yeah. games, stuff like that. Um, we don't do that. But there is somebody that does. And uh, I actually got to record uh, with him earlier this afternoon. And I'm oh. going to be on God Games and Geekery with yeah. Lem Filia, who, if you don't know Lem, is just one of the finest human beings that you ever want to be with. He mm -hmm. is like. The puppy baby monkey of encouragement. No, uh, <laughs> that was when, the least encouraging thing you could have said. <laughs> when you're no, seriously, when you're with Lem, he he just he just always makes you feel encouraged and positive, and he just loves the Lord, loves video games and and, and nerd culture, and uh, just truly a great great human being. And we were talking a little bit. And he was telling me he's trying to get people really excited and really connected with their ministry on Twitch. So what I want you to do right now, everybody's on Twitch, right? I mean, this is where everyone lives on the internet. So get on your Twitch right now. Look up God Games and Geekery and uh, follow them. Watch when they're on there. Comment on them. Be part of that community. We don't easily hand out our endorsements to just whosoever, but Lem gets the full five-star, triple-A, Nerd of God cast, Oprah Winfrey, Book of the Month. Go see Lem and God Games and Geekery hmm. on Twitch. And as, is, as someone who's seen seen their streams before... 
They are wonderful. They're yeah. delightful. Just delightful is a great word to describe Lim and, and, and his group of uh, people over there. So uh, we are going to play a game real quick tonight, but it's actually going to take place in the past because uh, we, we recorded this in advance as a sneak preview for our Patreon sponsors. So if it seems weird because in at the end of this sentence, all of a sudden Jessica's not here and Steven and Julia are, that is going to explain that. So here we go in the Wayback Machine. So what we're going to do is we're going to play a game. It's called Ad Hominem. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you guys Ad Hominem. Ad Hominem. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm, hallelujah. Uh, and I, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you uh, a, a tagline, a catchphrase, or something from a commercial. And you are going to have to uh, ring in and let us know what that is. All right. So if you know the answer, ring in. And we are going to go ahead and keep score for this one. Here we go. It keeps going and going. Steven. It is Energizer batteries. Correct. That's one for Steven. Avoid the Noid. Neff. Domino's. Domino's Pizza. What's up? Neff. Budweiser. Uh, yeah, that's true. King of Beers. Uh, how many licks does it take? We're, well, we I got Julia. Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll. Tootsie Roll Pop. Pop. Yeah, I'm going to give it yeah. to you. Yeah. That's a different. No, we'll count. Come different. on. It's a Tootsie, it's a tootsie Pop. So. It's All not right. even Tootsie Roll Pop. It's a Tootsie Pop. We're subtracting one point from Steven because he's being a jerk. Where's the beef? Neff. Wendy's. Wendy's is correct. Better ingredients? Better. Julia is the only one who did not ring in ahead of time, so let me finish. Better ingredients? Better pizza? Papa John's. Julia. you got to let me finish, you guys. Um, 10 million strong and growing. Neff. Uh, um, uh, McDonald's. No. Oh. 10 million strong and growing. I'm mad because I know that one. And I'm oh, I sorry. Like the tip of my tongue. What is it, Neff? Was it? Oh, I, well, I don't know. What, I, I was gonna say Gerber, but it's Flintstone vitamins. Oh. Yeah. All right. Just do it, Stephen. Nike. Nike nice. is correct. Think different, Neff. Uh, no. I know. I, it's like on the tip no. of my tongue. Nope. Nope. Sorry. I lost. I lost that one. Nobody else. Uh. Thought I had it. Think different. Steven? IBM. No, you're going to kick yourself. Mm-hmm. No guess? I don't know. It's Apple. Ah! Oh, I was close. I was going to say General Electric. I was going to say it. Melts in your mouth, not in your hands. Steven? M&M's. M&M's, yep. chocolate candies. This isn't fair. Breakfast of Champions. Alexandria. Wheaties. Wheaties. Nice. So. Can you hear me now? Ah. Neff. Verizon Wireless. Verizon is correct. Wait, wait. Sprint. They used it for both when they stole the guy. Verizon Wireless. I'm a, yeah, I can't even get like an acknowledgement point. Like Mine is two. They're great. Alexandria. <gasps> Frosted Flakes. Frosted Flakes is correct. Yeah, when you care enough to send the very best. Neff. Hallmark. Hallmark is correct. Oh, very good. I would have said UPS. <laughs> Finger looking good. Neff. KFC. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Like a good neighbor. Julia. State Farm is State there. State Farm is nice. there. Bet you can't eat just one. Neff. Uh, uh, um, uh, pr- Pringles. No. No. Alexandria. Uh, I don't know. I hit it by accident. Bad. <laughs> <laughs> no guess. Oh, I like. I bugles. know. What it is. I think I know what it is now. But bet you can't eat just one. I said bugles. That no. Was my submission. We're looking for Lay's potato Lay's. chips. Oh. Dang it. I always get those two mixed up because yeah, we'll see. Who we'll eats just one? That's psychopathic. Right. The quicker picker upper. Steven. Swiffer. No. 
Bounty. Oh. Uh, Julia? Bounty. Bounty. She did the, the quicker picker. Yeah. She rang she in did. when you did. Oh, she did? She did. Oh, never yeah. mind. I retract my yeah. statement. Um, Liv Moss. Neff. Taco Bell. Taco Bell. Yokiro. Snap, Crackle, Pop. Alexandria. Rice Krispies. Alexandria now cornering the market on all cereal-based <laughs> ones. <laughs> <laughs> she got Wheaties. She got Frosted Flakes. Because of my status the other day. Yeah. What was your status the other day? I'm just letting you know now that if you don't think cereal is a dessert, I'm pretty sure you're adulting wrong. Oh, well, it's yes. not a dessert, but it's you every cereal time. is all the you things. You can eat cereal any time of day. Or you only eat Corn Flakes, which there's is not an, a dessert. There's an app for that. Steven. Oh, crap. I don't know why. Is it iTunes? <laughs> like Julia. iPhone. It is the iPhone. Oh. Nice. Uh, when it rains, it pours. Steven. My life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm canceling out your negative point okay. from earlier, Steven. Neff. Uh, is it milk? It is not milk. Say it again. When it rains, it pours. Think You can think of the little character that is on the case for this item. Morton's salt? It is Morton's salt. Very good. Oh. Nice. Very nice. This could be serious wow. if you wanted to. <laughs> no. <laughs> Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes you don't. Neff. Almond Joy? Almond Joy or Mounds. I would have accepted oh, either wow. one. Very I'm good. I'm losing this game. I was impressed. Be all that you can be. Steven. Cheerios? No. Neff. Adidas? No. Oh. The U.S. Army. Oh. oh. Stop <laughs> it. <laughs> well, I love the U.S. Army. You sure it's not Cheerios? <laughs> <laughs> Eat more chicken. Steven. Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. C-H-I-K-I-N. Obey your thirst. Steven. Mountain Dew? No. Uh, Neff. 7-Up? No. Uh, I could have sworn it was 7-Up. Very close to both of those things. Oh. Oh. Pepsi. Pepsi is Pepsi? way out. Not even close to those things. Can I have a, a pointless guess? <laughs> sure. It was, Surge? I would like to think all of your guesses have Mellow been Mellow yellow. Sprite. It is Sprite. Uh, Dang it. Uh, <laughs> I, went with, I, I was with going back and forth in my brain between Sprite and Mandu. Expect more, pay less. Um, I got Julia. It's not pay less? No, no, it's not. Okay. Target. It is Target, Alexandria. Uh, nice. Sigh. We have the meats. Steven. Arby's. Arby's is correct. And finally, our audio round. Are you ready? Oh, yes. I'm going to give you a couple jingles here. When are we allowed to ring in? When when it is done being played. Okay. Okay. Uh, No, on these ones, you can ring in at any time. Okay. Okay, here we go. Neff. Uh, 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 Old Spice. Old Spice is correct. I'm old at the end of that. Old Spice. Steven. McDonald's. McDonald's. Ooh, saucy. You like that? <laughs> Steven. Oh. Okay, I'm going to say oh. Kit Kat bar, but I wanted to say Chrysler car just as a joke, but it's Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, give me a break. Oh. That was an office reference. I got you. Okay. <laughs> Point for Steven. Oh. Neff. Uh, uh, it was no. Julia. Burn a shit with love, IKEA. No, right. he's like so mad. <laughs> no. Nerd of Alexander. The nerd of God. No. <laughs> oh, I know it now. I'm so is mad. it is it Coca Cola? It is Coca Cola. Yeah, um, 
Not Ikea. Got I'm it. Buy the, world, <laughs> buy the world of Coke. I knew the jingle. Guys, so it sounds like the, the Carpenters 80s, right? or something. All right, here we go. Steven. Mentos, the fresh maker. That's correct. These, that's a ni- I don't know if it was in the 80s, too, but it's definitely a 90s commercial. These are the weirdest commercials ever. I love the Mentos. Mentos, the fresh maker. All right, two more. Neff. Huh? Kool-Aid. Dang it. <laughs> Kool-Aid. I knew it as soon as I heard, oh, Naughty, yeah. naughty Kool-Aid. And the last one. I'm going to, Alexandria was not even on the buzzer because she started dancing. I was. I'm going to give Alexandria. Six flags. It is six flags. Oh, that makes the sense. the old man. <laughs> I was going to say crazy, crazy frog ringtones. That's what I was thinking. We're all just dancing right now. This is truly happening. There's a time for work. And there's a time for play. Six Flags. It's playtime. Hey, if a, if a well-dressed old man comes up to my house on a bus and says, hey, we're going to Six Flags, and then I'm Nef, jumping on the bus. Neff is getting kidnapped. <laughs> yes, man, I'm hard to kidnap. <laughs> so, I'm also hard to fit on any of the rides at Six Flags. So. Here's our oh, final score. So joke's on you, crazy old man. It's an eight-hour drive to watch us sit. <laughs> Here's our final score. Julia, five. Alexandria, six. Steven, nine. And Neff, ten. Oh, man. So congratulations, Neff. You are the ad hominem tonight. Dang, uh, slab it. like a couch potato. Are you looking to get your business more attention? Trying to stir up more word to boost sales? Then call me, Chip Jiggly, admin and producer. Just call me at 1-800-JIGGLE and we can help you make the ads of your dreams. Did you hate that ad? Do you hate ads? Do you wish you could go up to the people who make ads and sue them for wasting your time? Then call me, Chip Jiggly, attorney at Advertising Law. Just call me at 1-800-JIGGLE and we can help you sue the ads of your dreams. Did that ad make you distraught? Do you actually really love ads? Do you wish you could watch ads all day and fight for their advertising rights? Then call me, Chip Jiggly, leader and founder of Assembly of Determined Shoppers. Just call me at 1-800-JIGGLE and we can help you save the ads of your dreams. Are you tired of these people? Ad lovers that ruin entertainment for the rest of us. Those who wish to ruin society with a never-ending cascade of time-wasting, nonsensical dribble in order to sell designer tea kettles. Like Martha, I don't care about you wasting your time painting a cactus on a pot or, or butterflies on a Coke bottle or a baby Yoda on a piece of driftwood. But don't make me waste my time having to look at your horrible quote-unquote art. If you feel the same way, then call me Chip Jiggly, director of the Naturally Opposing Advertisement Distressed Society. Just call me at 1-800-JIGGLE, and we can help you oppose the ads of your dreams. Call now. And now 
it's time for Silly Jokes with Julia, the part of the show where Julia comes out and tells a silly joke. It's <laughs> one of the funniest ones so far. Um, and we're back. <laughs> oh, and now you know what time it is. It's time for the best thing ever. ever. That's right, everybody. Welcome to the best thing ever. Duo's edition. We are deep into the second round. And this last past week, I say past, meaning past. The these, past. These two teams went to the past several times. We had Bill and Ted, Bill's mm. Preston Esquire versus Ted Theodore Logan. Excellent. Versus Doc and Marty. It was heavy. It was, a, it was an intense one. The battle of the... Of the Time traveling duos. What do you guys think? Who do you guys think won? It's tough. It has to be Doc and Marty. It has to I be. I feel like it's Doc and Marty. Mm. I want to say Doc and Marty, but also there was a new Bill and Ted movie coming out. That's true. So it kind of brings that memory to the forefront. And maybe, like, oh. maybe. And Keanu Reeves is really hot right now. Yeah, Keanu Reeves is always hot. Calm down. With a score of 80% to 20%. Dang. Doc and Marty take it. Hey! With a big win. All right, moving on to this week's best thing ever. We got Samwise Gamgee oh, and Frodo. Yeah. Our lovable hobbits. Against you. Versus Han Solo and Chewbacca. Oh, oh man. This is going to be nasty. You must choose. Do you choose your fantasy characters or your sci fi characters? <sighs> your beloveds. That's has- tough. For me personally, I say Han Solo and Chewbacca no. because no, I don't know. I actually either. like both of them. Meanwhile, Frodo whines a lot. Yeah, but like, do you understand that he had the? But Sam literal- does carry that that whole team pretty well. L- Wait, ho- oh, like Chewbacca doesn't carry Han and Chewie? Well, I mean, listen, if Samwise and Frodo don't win this, my whole bracket is shot. So uh, I think the universe comes them. apart. Yeah, it's going to be a tough one. If you guys want to weigh in, you guys can go to nerdogodcast.com. You can find the voting poll right there. You can vote for who you think should be the best thing ever. All right, man. Why did I screw with me like that? (laughs) (laughs) I went too early last time, and then you just stared at me and didn't say anything. It's okay. You did good. You were wonderful. Yeah, you did good. You were wonderful. It's almost like the time that I tried to give the social media intro <laughs> with no script. Was, you know what? <laughs> you, you, you're, you're a champ. You're a pro. You're a pro. And nobody can take that away from you. Not ever. Advertisements. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, what's the deal? What, what's the deal? Who are the ad wizards <laughs> that came up with this one? The Mad Men. The Mad Men. Yeah. So, like, let's talk about this a little bit. Advertising. What are some of the most like effective advertising? You know, I'll talk about this. Like, I go back to my childhood. When I think about advertising, I think about like mascots. I think about those iconic advertising characters, like uh, Tony uh, the Tiger. Tony, yeah. he's great. The Tricks Rabbit. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Right. A lucky, lucky, How, are, lucky charms, leprechaun. Are they all going to be cereal based? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, those are the Count like, Chocula. Count Chocula, Frankenberry, Booberry, the, uh, Sonny the Cuckoo Bird, Andy Warhol for Campbell's Soup. Andy, Andy, <laughs> <laughs> see, I always think of Jimmy Stewart for Campbell's Soup. Oh, oh, you, 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 you want a, a nice bowl of Campbell's Soup? I always think of that little uh, kid in the, sn- uh, in the d- snowman. Don't, don't, oh, don't, yeah. don't cross the road just yet. It's not your time. That was because you. That was a deep in, cut. in your home. Yeah, was yeah. <laughs> that was it. We'll just leave that one for the true fans. There you go, <laughs> um, Mr. Clean. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, they, they made him weird. Like in the, like a recent commercial, they made him like. Like some mom's like fantasy. Okay, but yeah. now they've done that. They've like done like sexy remakes of mascots. Do you remember when they turned the Hamburglar into like Handsome Dad? What? You don't remember no. Handsome Dad I Hamburglar? Barely, I barely remember the Hamburglar. Oh, you you guys keep talking while I Google this, please. I'm I'm, I'm shooketh. Do you know who else is iconic? The Energizer Ronnie. Yep. Yeah, it just yep. keeps going and going and going. My grandfather has. Or at least he did when I was a kid. He had a little Energizer bunny, and you would like squeeze the little drum, and he would uh, really he would awesome. move. It was the cutest thing. I loved it. You know what else? I love it. He had the M and M commercials. Oh, yeah. the M and Ms. I mean, come look on. at this. From cartoon chubster to handsome hipster, McDonald's revamps the Hamburglar. And how long did that last? I don't know. Because that was five years. That was six years ago, and I don't I remember it. Look, you see him. He's a good-looking dude. He, he he's a handsome-looking. He's got a little. He looks on like there. Repo Man from wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying this is not something I made up. That's the important thing that you remember. Uh, who else? Now, th- and there's other things that are just like characters. Do you remember Flo from Bounty uh, Paper Towels? I might be aging myself. Oh, we were on going Flo. I thought Flo from Progressive. Progressive. Flo from Progressive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Michelin Man. If we're going to branch out to whatever thing we can get to. Can I tell you guys a true, honest, unguarded, sad story? About the Michelin Man? No, because I, I I feel like I have the same sad story. Do you know what, do you know what his name is? I always thought that the Michelin Man had a name. And we were in a Michelin Tire place one time when I was a boy. And I said, seeing the full-on display of him standing there, I said, oh, look, it's Tony. And the guy's like, that's the Michelin Man. He goes, oh, yeah, but his name is Tony. And the guy's like, no, it's not. And I'm like, yeah, it is. I know it because since I've been a baby, every time we would drive by the Michelin Tire place, my dad would point at the sign and say, look, it's it's Tony. Hello, darkness, my old friend. So the Michelin Man is still a sore subject for me. It's okay. You can laugh. We're, we're, Alexandria, it's okay. So I like the Noid from Domino's. <laughs> <laughs> did they bring it back? Yeah, they, they did. did. Oh my they gosh. totally did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the cavemen. Uh, the cavemen. From, now they got their own TV show. Do you for remember a that? While. Did, for like gross. one episode. Yeah. I forgot about that actually. Yeah, like the worst like thing that could have possibly done is like jumping the shark is like <laughs> way. It's way above the shark. That's my problem with uh, so so the the I guess it's progressive is the one that's really like big into advertisement. They've had all the characters uh, from the the cavemen. Was that? Or that was Geico. That was Geico. Geico. And then they they got a lizard, which was an upgrade. Yeah. yeah. Now, the original voice of the lizard was Kelsey Grammer. And then they changed it over to whoever does the the, the voice currently. Good. Geico had a lot of them. They had, like, the little money that had eyes, and they played that rock Yeah. Mm -hmm. I always feel like somebody's watching me. Every time I hear that song, that's the first thing I think of. Yeah. Good advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I always worried, like, if if they're putting that much money into their advertisement, Who's paying for all that? You are with your <laughs> insurance premiums, right? And then, but 
it's it is effective. I mean, I, when we I think of Geico commercials, I think of the giraffe on or no the camel on Hump Day. That's become oh, like, yeah. my, 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 my. that's become a part of like the modern lexicon now. It's <laughs> people a, going Hump Day. That's a thing. That's a thing in my family. Like so, uh, something that my uh, my youngest well, I say youngest uncle, but it's my grandfather's youngest uh, brother. Um, he died a few years Sorry, ago. Sorry, I, I need a chart now to follow. I know. My grandfather has a lot of let's siblings. Just say, okay. Let's just say a family member. <laughs> so my uncle always had this thing. That he sister's, would always be like. sister's cousin's former roommate <laughs> used to say hump day. It, but it, so like on Who's social media, my cousins will all be like, hey, it's hump day. And Absolutely It's a nothing. whole thing. <laughs> well, so what's the one now that I love? I love it. It's the commercial with the guy who teaches you how to not become your parents. Oh, right. yeah. Oh, I love that one. Young. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> no. It's like, there's, there's too many pillows. You can't sit anywhere. <laughs> no, don't say anything. Blue. Blue. <laughs> hair's blue. Did, did they ask you for help? No. <laughs> no. Yeah, you don't have to introduce yourself. Who else reads books about submarines? <laughs> <laughs> I love the, those commercials. The, li, do we really need a sign to live, laugh, and love? <laughs> <laughs> No cussing, no fussing. No, boom, no. throw it away. <laughs> or the person walking around in the store well, on their speakerphone, like, I, I had a light lunch, so I'm going to have a salad for dinner. Yeah, I don't know. Funny <laughs> stuff. Those are those are really great commercials. The, the insurance companies come with the heat. I know, right? It makes you wonder, seriously, like, where, where your premiums are going. Like, we got, <laughs> got cavemen and lizards. And now flow. it was like, apparently Flo's not good enough. We have a whole group. There are four characters now, and that's not including Flo's Flow family. Yeah, which are all Flow. Yes. Yeah, weird. The Nutty Professor of Insurance. <laughs> there is one insurance company that has ruined a name for me, and it's State Farm. I can't meet a Jake without wondering if he wears uh, khakis. Oh, Jake from State Farm. That, and the thing is, they changed him from like, the know. original guy to like this new yeah, guy. I don't like care. Upgrade. Really new, new Jake is yeah. dreamy. Let's He's just be so real. Handsome. He's so handsome. That's a good looking man. But that's like that. But that, that's like some great jokes from like the Super now, Bowl commercial where they had Drake from State Farm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That was pretty good. No, but now there was literally a time where a guy introduced himself to me as Jake, you know. Kind of like Jake from State Farm. Oh, like, wow. Don't do that. Shut it down. But that guy, I mean, that guy gets to go around the world and do really cool stuff. Like, he was at, like, the slam dunk competition, I think. And, like, he's getting high fives from, like, all these NBA players. And I'm like, Jake from State Farm rocks. He got to do commercials with Patty Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers out here. And, like, but it's what? funny. Like, you get somebody that becomes the spokesperson for a company. And then that becomes the person that's, like, and it's not a character. It's a character, but it's like an actual human being. Like the guy with the glasses that was the can you hear me now guy. Oh, yeah. And then he jumped ship to the other company, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but but that guy was so iconic as being the cell phone mascot guy. In the same way, there's a, a, a girl now, I don't know what her deal is, but I, she's on the internet a lot because people find her attractive. And she's from the, AT&T? The AT&T mm-hmm. one. It didn't take you long to connect the dots on that thing. 5G. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on TikTok a lot. And there, there's just a lot of weird stuff. I don't know. Moving on. <laughs> I'll tell you this. Our, the Nerdy God cast is on TikTok, and I still don't recommend you being on TikTok a lot. Yeah. Like, I would rather you just stay off of TikTok and not subscribe to us there. 
Uh, but if you're going there, subscribe to us. At least it'll it'll benefit your algorithm a Got little bit. Got a really bit. funny video on that the other day. That's true. True. Got a lot of hits. Starting Nerd God Kid. Um, so we talked some about these these Super Bowl commercials. Why they spend a lot of money on these Super Bowl Millions. commercials? Millions. Yeah, it's like a million dollars per second or something. Why 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 did, why is it so valuable? Some of them really stick with you, like the good ones, like. Um, I mean, we're still talking about Puppy Baby Monkey, right? So, yeah, but like the ones like um, a couple years ago, the Tide ads that came out where it was uh, David Harbor, yeah, and he was and he would pop up in random commercials that he thought were for other things. It's like, nope, it's a Tide ad. <laughs> I think about that today, like the fact that we can recall those types of commercials, yeah, really show like that's the stuff that you're gonna remember. You're gonna remember the brands because you're gonna see them. Be like, oh yeah, I remember that from that ad, and yeah. it's effective. Most definitely. Okay, so the thing about TV advertising is that TV advertising is um, it's not as easy to do as it used to be because not as many people are watching cable TV. Not as right, many people are so people more people are streaming. There's not as many commercials being aired, so that makes the value of that time, especially when it is the most watched and it's got the most eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on that makes it much more valuable because it is. 25 times more expensive to acquire a new customer than it is to retain one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. What's up, stats? Whoa. Yeah. Well, she works. Science. She works in the. So, but, and the Super Bowl, I guess, is, is a good example because that's the one time when people aren't like tuning out when the commercials are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, it's probably easier to Super Bowl party to ignore a couple plays than it is to ignore commercials. Yeah. And it, it's be, the Super Bowl itself has built such a brand of being the place to debut a new commercial or yeah. debut a new movie. Trailer. Oh, there's commercials for Super Bowl commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes they drop, they do like previews, like, mm-hmm. oh, we we're going to drop it a couple days early because it's a big thing. But it's yeah. like, and it's like, Whoa. it's like a, it's like a Black Friday deal. Like, it's a leak. Puppy, baby, monkey. Yeah. So has of all these commercials, and we talked about the ones that we love, we talked about the ones they hate. It, what's the idea? Is it's to get people to retain that information, to associate themselves, to want the product that's being advertised? Have you ever seen a commercial that has had the opposite effect on you? Like when you watch that commercial, you go, "I will never, not ever, purchase what these people are selling because I hate this commercial so much." I still drink Mountain Dew. <laughs> 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 Was that cologne ads? Okay, oh, yeah. What is cologne that ads are like? I want to make art films, yeah. right? But I don't have the budget to make a full art film, so I'm gonna make a 60 second art film that makes no sense, and then just throw "Brute" by Fabergé like at the end. Thing I've ever seen I literally, I when I was in college for a hot second, I took a class on rhetoric, and we had to study like Super Bowl ads one year. Hmm. Like, uh, in whatever for whatever reason, my group was assigned cologne ads, Ugh. and our biggest question was literally, how do you convey a scent to somebody uh. by other than the experience that they'll have? Supermodels yeah, is splashing right. in pools. I it, think it's that's more of a lifestyle that you know, right. Those You're trying to sell need. a lifestyle, ah. and that's why ah. cologne ads are like you'll like live a luxurious life, or you'll, at least you'll smell like you do. <clears throat> right. You'll dive into the the beautiful blue oceans of northern Italy. Look how all your furniture is white now. and This is like amazing. And that's why you also see, because they're, they're normally luxury brands also with the fashion ads too, why you'll see um, very dark colors, black, dark blues, that kind of thing, because those colors are associated with higher end like products. Yeah. Interesting. There's a lot of color psychology yeah. going into branding. Mm-hmm. You know what one I, I used to like, but now it's just like they've changed it up so much that I'm not a fan of? 
the iPhone commercials. Okay. Like I used to love the iPod commercials with like the people dancing the music. Silhouette people. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. And now it's like everything is like so over the top. Like oh, we're so artsy because we have a fancy camera. Ooh, look at me, 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 me. You may say that, but there's been several times when an as I hold my a, iPhone 12. Yeah, new iPhone commercial will come on, and I'll be like shazamming what song that is on the commercial. Oh. I'm like oh, they, they, that's. They Listen, got you. That's my cool. iPhone commercial playlist is on <laughs> So the reason that you are not drawn to them anymore is because you're no longer the demographic they're going after. Oh, no. You aged out, princess. My teeth fell out So they're trying to go after the new iPhone customers. So the younger generations tend to go toward, like, Samsung and the, the Androids. And so Apple is trying to get those younger kids who are just coming onto their parents' plans. Ooh. Mm. Ow. Mm. Yep. Sorry, my hip just hurts. There must Look, be a storm as, as a <laughs> That was a very hard pill to swallow. Here, have some hard candy. Mm, You'll be yeah. fine. Well, that makes sense, too, because once you're already, like, an established client or mm. customer of a particular brand, you're more likely to stay with them instead mm. of, like, jump ship. So, like, Man, they got for me. you, you loved those ads, and you still have Apple products to this day, yeah. right? You know, I don't know if that's a testament to the, uh, the the advertisement or if it's the infrastructure. Because once you get all your stuff on a platform, mm-hmm. yeah, and then oh, so. and then I have the watch. Oh, oh I got an iPad too, and oh, uh, now well, it's just it's more all in the work cloud. Well, yeah, that's worth. what I'm saying. Like you don't, they don't need to advertise to him anymore to get him to stay with it. Yeah, yeah. no, that's true. That, that's true. Have, is there another commercial then that has ever made you go, I will never, I will never, I can't stand this, I won't. Anything Samsung. But is that the commercial or the brand? It's more the brand. Yeah, I don't know. Because some of those new Samsung commercials, the folds and all that, I like that. All right, so one thing for me is the De Beers campaigns. They're so effective, but I never wanted a real diamond ever because of the surrounding... um, Yeah, people die, right? Yeah, I mean, there's blood diamonds and and also because... De Beers created the entire diamond Im- industry. There is no reason, there is no rhyme or reason to to it. They just said in the 1920s, hey, we want to sell these diamonds, so we're going to make it seem as if it's the only choice, and it's the only choice that is worth making. And so they have created a 100-year campaign and industry around just some dude in 1920 saying, hey, yeah, for no reason, you should have this, and you should spend the money that you don't have on it. Hmm. No, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm just gonna wear my uh, Cubit zirconium. Yep. <laughs> uh, Looks just as good. Yep. <laughs> but they would have you believe that a diamond is a girl's best friend, right? And if you, yeah, but it's really a dog. Uh, I, I mean, but but when you're gonna get engaged, I mean, uh, you know, you you have to buy a diamond, and it's three years salary, right? That's what the commercial says. Yeah, but why? I don't know. Exactly. They tell you to. Exactly, and that's what marketing is. Which salary? How big is this diamond? <laughs> What are they doing? I didn't know I could pay for things with watery vegetables. It's not salad. It's a different... different <laughs> no, you said celery. celery. <laughs> oh, yeah. What, uh, mm. um... Uh, infomercials. I, I'm not going to lie. I secretly love infomercials. Okay, there's like three infomercials that I put in like the Epsilon. The number one for me... Oh, on the what? What was the word you used? Echelon. Echelon, okay. <laughs> We're going to take that Still and dub a, it over what he said before. I'm still not 100% sure that that means what you think it means, but that's okay. Go ahead. <laughs> you mean the upper echelon? <laughs> e- Epsilon is a Greek 
Is that you laughing? Absalom? A little bit, yeah. Yeah, I heard Nick David. Absalom David. I've never heard Nick cackle before. It was amazing. I did it just like I could get that app. It was all part of my plan. But um, the magic bullet has one of the best infomercials I've ever seen in my entire life. Okay. It has a storyline. It has characters. And it's like, it has like this old like lady who's like smoking. Is she the one that she just wants to make margaritas? Yes. Yeah. That's for me. It's like, well, we oh, can get that for you at Petunia. We'll grandma, you you're an alcoholic. <laughs> It's just wonderful. I just want to know what it takes to be one of those act- actors. All I want, all I want is to wear an ugly sweater and stand like, next to Ron Popeil while he tells people how you can dehydrate your food or rotate it, set it, and forget, forget it. it. That's all I want. Or even like the ones for like products that are like unnecessarily convenient where you're like trying to put something in a cabinet and suddenly your entire house falls out of it. Are you tired of having difficulty of putting your dishes away and like boom, 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 everything's falling. You look at the camera with the womp, womp. Right. What do you have to do to become one of those actors? One of the super you have to fail the audition to be little Lloyd Fauntleroy in the Berries and Cream. Uh, But but there's like but then the guy like icons of those things like um what, what's his name? Uh, Billy Mays. Billy Mays. George Foreman. George Foreman. <laughs> and then nowadays, the big guy, Phil do. Swift. Who's Phil Swift? He's uh, Phil Swift here with Flex Oh, oh he's Phil Swift. Uh, yeah. Oh, he's from the Upper Epsilon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I gotcha. Or like the, sh- the ShamWow guy. ShamWow. <laughs> Who's the slap chop guy? And then he went to jail <laughs> for a while. I think he's the same guy. He's the, the same Sham- guy. Is that the yeah, ShamWow guy? That's, that's the same, same guy. guy. But Phil Swift. He, <laughs> went to jail. He, he went to jail for him. beating somebody up or getting yeah. beat up by a woman or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say Phil Swift? He, he saw I don't know who Phil Swift is. He saw a boat now. Who is this man? And he used flex tape to seal it back. <laughs> and then he went on is to the, the river. Is he the guy that like spray paints the screen door? Yes, because oh. he cuts everything in half and then he seals it back up using I flex wish, tape. I wish you could have seen Neff acting this out because it he's was like a astounding. He's that's like a, a lot of damage. That's what he says. This thing. Oh, infomercials make me so happy because the products are usually so unnecessary and ridiculous, but they f- they just go full commitment to them. Oh, yeah. If I'm if I'm watching a 30 second commercial for a stupid product, I can just blast right past it, whatever. But they're going for 30 minutes, yeah. mm-hmm. and they're telling you like it, like they're trying to preach the gospel to you, like you need this product. If you don't have this, but wait, don't answer yet. Just look what else you get if you order in the next 30 30 minutes. Which like like, like I really believe that there's someone sitting there with a timer, like starting now. If you <laughs> order in the next 30 minutes, you can get a second one of these ridiculous products at no cost. Just pay separate processing and shipping. When I was, I don't even know how old, like nine or ten or something, I used to love the Amanda Bynes show. Yes. And they, one time, had a skit that I didn't realize was a skit, but it was a, it was an infomercial for an alarm clock that screamed at you. No. And I, I tried so hard to convince my family I to call it. the number. It. it was, it was like one 800 And I was like, I need mom. Can I get this? And I like, I, 
I was duped by Amanda Bynes. You know you can set like an alarm on your cell phone now with an, and have that ah, ringtone, right? I, yeah. Do it. Make it happen. I'm not going to. Make your Amanda Bynes no. dreams happen. See, for me, it, w- it wasn't like the long infomercials. Like there was the ones that had like the, the here's the 50 of the greatest love songs of all time. <laughs> I love the time life those commercials. And they would have the scrolling list, but then the one they were singing right now was in yellow. yellow. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Right. I love that. I, love I know like one Freedom line Rock. from like 80 songs. So there was an album that I always, this is so dumb, all right? There was an album that I wanted to get so bad when I was a kid. And this is so weird of me that I was a little kid and I wanted, it was called Instrumental Magic. And they would always play like all the songs and it was like, dun, 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 <laughs> Cherries of Fire. And, and, yeah. It was all like Henry Mancini and like all these you know, very instrumental songs that had classical gas on it. It had, um, what, what's the song for the, oh, the guy with the, the horn uh, feels good. Um, Chuck Mangione. Like it had all these, yeah. all these different things. And it was, and it was just this, this two album set of just instrumental music. And I wanted it so bad. So much so that I went back and researched what songs were on Instrumental Magic, and I have a Spotify playlist yes. of Instrumental Magic that was what those albums were. Did they That's come amazing. On, did the commercial come on at like two o'clock in the morning? Of course it did. While you were like you had stayed up a little too late, and you're just like, oh, yeah, dude, I would stay up and I would watch that. Or the guy, the guy with the sweaters on, like that's a incredible or amazing inventions. And it, we've got someone on here right now, and they've got this food dehydrator whatever the things or the hair that you could spray on your head i'm bald and i'm going to spray this stuff on my head and it's going to make it look like i have hair bring on the foxes oh my goodness one time (laughs) one time (laughs) one one time (laughs) one top of the one time there arrived at my house a package and nobody knew what it was because my mom was home and I was home and so were my brothers but like nobody knew what this package was and it was addressed to our family and my dad got home from school and he was like oh they're here and we're like what is your dad he ordered like three sets of knives that came in like a chopping block because he watched an infomercial on how they're the sharpest are they wrong? Oh, the, Gensh- the Genshu knives? I don't Gensu? Know. Gensu. I'm there in the they Epsilon. were the crappiest knives. Some college age cult member will come to your house and sell you those knives, <laughs> and they'll cut a penny in half for you, too. <laughs> I like the one, I like the Betty Crocker ones that was like. It was like a bowl, and then you put cake mix in it, and then you put oh, another yeah. bowl, and then you fill it with like Jello uh, or something ice like cream. That. Right, yeah, right? That too. That too. I'm sure you can put ice cream in it, but I prefer Jello. <laughs> I like to think in my beautiful world that Jello was involved in some. Hey, hey, hey! There's always room for Jello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can make them look like basketballs. Yeah, there's like baseballs. Just like yeah, a half dome. Of yeah. Uh huh. Oh, I remember this. And that just, I mean, that spoke oh. to me. As a, as a small, large. I felt that on a spiritual level. Yeah, a little chubby kid. So we're talking about these things. Clearly, they have made an impression on us. Whether they were effective, and we say, "I want that. I, I want, want that. I want that." <laughs> <laughs> or whether they were ridiculous, and we're like, "Somebody, somebody wasn't even trying on this one. This is so stupid." And and I, I hate to to flip this around to something spiritual here, but Jesus 
we're always ambassadors for Christ. Like we are, we're supposed to be out there representing the kingdom and like telling people that's like our, that is our default mission is we are out there spreading the gospel, going to all the world, make disciples of all men. We're advertisements for Jesus. Are we good advertisements? or bad advertisements. And by we, I don't mean like you and me, I mean us, the church in general. When people look at the advertisement that is the modern church, the Western church, do they go, I want what they're selling. I want that. Or do they go, mm, mm, mm. When I think of the church, if I was gonna equate it to something with advertising, I, I would think of the Wendy's commercials a few years ago where they tried to add memes that were popular into the advertisements, but they were memes from like seven years ago in the mm. past. Mm. And some, and a lot of times in like both Christian music, just uh, everything, like youth pastors always try to do it with the way where they try to bring in the message like, oh, the Lord is among us, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But uh, that was sus. too soon, buddy. Uh, too soon. <laughs> so I just feel like church, try, church tries to be trendy. Yeah, it, but it always seems to be a couple of years behind. Yeah, and so when people look at it, they're like, like when Grandma gets you, a, I got you a sweater, and it's got catchphrases on it from the Austin Powers movies that everybody <laughs> likes. I got you, yeah, baby. <laughs> it's a picture of, of your favorite superhero, Black Widow, and it says, "I'm so alive right now." <laughs> Wait, what? She 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 died in the in, in, in the Infinity mm. Wars. I'm just kidding. I've seen it. Okay. <laughs> That's the one thing I have seen. Oh, there you go. But yeah. So just, you're saying that our our evangelism tactics are the same as handing someone a blockbuster video gift card? Yes. It's like ah, this is useless to you. Yeah. But the message isn't. I mean, the, no, the, but but not. the way that we advertise it is just maybe dated. Yeah, it's it's hard for people to connect when they're here uh, like in the present day and and the people trying to advertise Jesus are five six seven even like 10, they're so they're so 3008 we're so 2000 and late exactly mm. hit it Fergie <laughs> I think there are also times as Christians or as the church where we try too hard mm. like there are commercials that just like try way too hard right mm. that are just like like the extra commercial for the gum like you didn't need to do all that. Like I, I wanted to buy gum anyway. I already needed gum. I already needed gum because it was in high school and I didn't brush my teeth a lot. I'm just like Whoa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whoa. Backing it up. That's We're gonna re I regret that. Erase, erase, erase. <laughs> yeah, you already need the gum, right? So I already need the gum. And I think there are times though as Christians where like we just try so hard. We try too hard to make it seem enticing, but like everybody longs for love. Everybody longs to be known and seen. And that's exactly what Jesus offers. Mm. He literally says, I know you and I see you and I love you. We don't need to like make it fancy, you know? But, but you got to put him in some Crocs though. And you got to let, <clears throat> let the world know, hey, his look at Jesus. His ball cap is on backwards. He's just a dude, man. He's just, he's one of us. Jesus pooped. Jesus. Hey, he's hip. He's Holy with crap. it. <laughs> so growing up like so when i moved down to the south like all of my friends were catholic and we're like whatever like they never really took it seriously so i moved to the south we had church girls in my class 
and they just really turned me off to the idea of church mm. and so that was my first um interaction with protestantism okay. and i was just like i never want to be a part of that because they were so judgmental and they were clicky and i just didn't want to be a part of it yeah 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 and so it wasn't until i became an adult and i you know went through some things and i got saved and i was like this is that that's not what the church really is yeah and i wish that more people especially like now you see on social media and you see the things happening politically people tend to see the bad side of the culture the yeah. judgmentalism yeah. And, and stuff like that instead of the love and the the sense of belonging in the community and that i have found and here. that's not the common part of it no. but it seems to be right. the part that's that people the pick part up that on amplified. it the most it's that's like the part that those are the loud ones those are the ones that are making the most noise right let me let me ask you this because again tiktok is not my native vibe but when we were first getting on there there was like kind of a an admonition that was given to me about hey watch out for christian tiktok yeah but what's the deal with that it's super cringy and kind of toxic like yeah. there's just like a lot of teenagers who like think they know what they're talking about but they don't so like it gives bad theology honestly and it gives bad vibes because people will talk about stuff and preach like hateful things yeah and they'll because they think they have all the right answers and that's now that my algorithm has kind of gotten me off of uh, where it was uh, when I first got on TikTok and it was just like look at my cleavage and now now that I've I've gone away from that and that's not really coming up on my feed so much it's mostly Christian things and I'm going but I still have to like skip every uh, two out of every three of them because it's like this is why this person is a false teacher or right. this is why I think that Jesus was a gay racist it's like what <laughs> now hold on. I'm not jo I'm not joking about that. That's not a, that's not an exaggerated <laughs> and made up thing. So somebody really said that. Uh, yeah, a gayist. So, mm -mm. so w people are out there deputizing themselves to represent Christianity that probably shouldn't, probably shouldn't, and and the world is seeing it and they're going, <clears throat> well, that's just how Christians are. Right. I think I think that's probably one of the most infuriating things to me is that. There are people who who really like genuinely think that they're doing the right thing mm -hmm. and their intentions are highly misplaced, you know? And so now that gives a bad taste in the mouth of somebody who really genuinely needs to know the love of God, yeah. but now they are like like you were when when you met the church girls yeah i don't i don't want part of this you know mm. and and who would want part of it if if you're totally misrepresenting who jesus is yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, i i have to defer in a conversation about advertising to the greatest fictional advertiser in the history of television cinema and literature and that is Don Draper from the show Mad Men. Now, again, mm -hmm. I don't encourage you to go watch the show Mad Men uh, because I've done it for you. So I wanted to bring a couple of these Don Draper-isms about advertising and see if we can overlay them with kind of our Christian testimony. The first one is this. Don Draper says, advertising is based on one thing, happiness. What do people want? It's not a product. It's not an, a, a new trinket. It's a feeling. Mm. What does happiness look like? What is the happiness that people are legitimately searching for in their lives? And how does Jesus answer that need? So in marketing, we talk about pain points. 
you know, what is the problem that you're trying to solve? Right. Um, and so when people are dealing with problems in their life, you know, are they going to look at the church and see a place where they can solve those problems yeah. or have those problems solved? Or are they going to see a place where those problems are going to be amplified and turned against them? And, and so many times when people cross those roads, th- those lines in their lives, I've heard this again. I've just had a bad experience with church. I've been hurt by church. Mm-hmm. As opposed to those people that say, wow, I had a really good experience. Or that church, when I had a need, they were there for me. And that might not have brought them to the altar at that moment. But when they reach those, as you say, pain points, uh, and, and, and church marketing kind of breaks it down into, I think they call it the five Ds, which is like when someone goes through depression, death, disease, disaster, or divorce, they usually look for, well, what's my higher answer? And they turn towards church. They turn towards faith. Now, in that moment, if they say, I've never been to that church across the street, but I see them helping orphans. I see them feeding the hungry. I see them ministering to the homeless. I see them doing something that actually seems like what they're supposed to be doing. Then they're going to say, I want to go see what they have that makes them happy, what makes them joyful, what makes them unified, what makes them uh, have the thing that I want. But if they see Christians as bitter, infighting, complaining, nasty, judgmental, uh, condescending, exclusionary, elitists uh, who seem to care more about a political agenda than a spiritual one, then they're going to say, I don't want to trade this set of pains for that set of pains. So yeah, no sale, Mm -hmm. no sale, completely ineffective advertising. There's a there's a, a, a plot line in um, in in Mad Men where uh, there's a an, an advertisement that's made it's uh, for a floor cleaning chemical, but it comes across at the beginning it looks like a western movie, and the idea is he he says I want people to say when this commercial comes on oh what's happening in the story right now, like they don't even realize that it's shifted over into an advertisement because it still looks like something that's engaging it still looks like something that's an adventure. And that's something that when people look at Christianity, when they look at your life, when they look at our lives as followers of Jesus, do they say, that's an exciting story. That's a better story than the one that I'm being told. I'm paying attention to that because that's an interesting story that they're living out right now. Um, some For some of us, it is. I think when, when I, I, that's one of the things that I find uh, appealing about your life, Alexandria, is that you've done when I say you've traveled the world in the seven seas you're a punk rock pirate uh, like this is not an exaggeration you've gone around the world and met people and done things and had experiences for Jesus that makes me look at your story and go that's interesting Mm -hmm. that's exciting yeah I think like in regards to that I the job that I just left I am very close friends actually with like with my coworkers Mm -hmm. still um and a lot of them don't go to church. They don't, they aren't Christian. Like they'll call themselves Christian or whatever because they grew up going to church, but they don't have like relationship with the Lord. And I think my, because I've lived like such a, like I'm only 25 and I've been to eight countries, which in comparison to some is not a lot, but. In comparison to Neff, it's huge. <laughs> I was say it's seven more countries than I've been to. I've only been to like two or three. And I'm eight years older. I think because I've had those experiences, because I've been able to, you know, it makes it very easy for me to connect with people or even just like allow them to quote unquote live vicariously through me. Right. And so I've connected really well with my coworkers because like they're interested in things and I can be like, oh yeah, like 
I know about that because I've like been to that place, you know, things like that. Um, or even my my one coworker Felicia, she literally we were we were just talking one day and I was like, oh yeah, blah blah blah. I've like been here and done this, and she was like, oh excuse me, I forgot that you're a cat and you've lived like nine lives. And I was <laughs> like, okay, and, but because I was able to build relationship with them through my experience, right. now that I'm not even like I'm not working with them anymore, but I've I've been able to connect with them even more intentionally after leaving and I think they expected me to just like drop off the face of the earth after like leaving where I was um and because I like they often joke with me like how do you want to be everyone's friend why are you always so happy and I'm like (laughs) Jesus yeah but it's that point of connection where I'm able to be like this is the reason why I am the way that I am and it's not always easy but It's way better than the life I was living before. The other eight lives, or whatever, <laughs> you know. But, but that's. But when people say, you say, "Well, why are you like this?" in a good way, and you say, "Jesus," people don't necessarily expect that with Jesus. They think, "Well, mm-hmm. Jesus makes people rude. Jesus yeah. makes people look down on us. Jesus makes people think that we're bad, or we're less than them. Jesus makes people feel justified to hate and to discriminate mm-hmm. against other people." And that's not the Jesus I know. Like, the Jesus I know was the one who went to the sinners. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Jesus I know is the one who did the things, never having sinned himself, but went with the people that that the religious folks were like, ooh, ooh, you sure? Uh Uh-uh, I don't think so. That's not okay. And Jesus is like, look, man, it's not the the healthy people that need the doctor. They don't, it's the sick ones. Let me go to them. And that's what Jesus was all about. A better story. When you see Jesus' story, he's walking by the disciples and he's like, hey, I see you with your fish nets there. Why don't you follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. That's Jesus saying, this is a better story. Yeah. Follow after me. This is this is a better life for you. As when I watch commercials, you know, there's the, the old joke. Uh, people will be sitting on their couch and they're watching a, a, a commercial for soda. And there's people on there and they're on the beach and they're playing volleyball and they're on jet skis. They're having a great time drinking Sprite. And I look down and I've got a cup of Sprite in my hand and I'm not doing any of those fun things. It's like maybe I'm putting too much ice in it. I don't know. Like what's why? <laughs> why am I not getting the same re- results? It's not the McDonald's Sprite. I want I want to <laughs> see people that look at our lives as Christians and go, I want that because that's a great story. But unfortunately, what people see is when they think uh, to become a Christian, they don't see the good parts of it. They see that, well, there goes my Sunday mornings. There goes my Wednesday nights. I can't hang out with the people I hang out with anymore. I can't do the fun things that I want to do anymore. I have to trade in all of my enjoyable life for Bible study and a Jimmy Swaggart album. There goes ten percent of my money. There goes ten percent of my money, hmm. and and that's but but they're really how about a, a life of adventure? How about a life of calling and purpose? And and we should be demonstrating those things. We should be selling Jesus. If 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 advertising is based on happiness, we should be the most joyful people in the world. And joy doesn't always mean that things go our way and that mm-hmm. everything's always happy and perfect all the time. But what about somebody? Man, things have gone my way, and I refuse to. I impress but not crushed. Right. If you know somebody who's like that and they just stay loving and stay generous and stay positive and stay happy and stay uh, others-minded and servant-minded and kingdom-minded, people are going to pay attention to that. They're going to believe in that product. 
The last thing is this, and this is a, 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 a probably the most famous quote from from Mad Men, is if you don't like what they're saying, change the conversation. Mm. Mm. I don't like what a lot of people say about Christians. No, I agree. Uh, they say a lot. Of, a lot of times you hear uh, people talk about Christians like what they've heard on the news about Christ, about people who claim to be Christians who just talk about hateful things or attack people or are going about things a certain way that do not represent Christ and what a, what a true follower of Christ should be doing and how they should be acting. Mm. And that's the tough thing when I tell people I'm a Christian. Um, they think, you know, they automatically have assumptions about me that I have to then, like, by actually living out my life as, as Christ wants his followers to live, to show them that's that what they see and what they've heard about about that is not true, and it's it, it's hard when the the prejudices that we're working against are things that that vary from everything from well Christians are holier than thou, uh, Christian leaders ministers are money grubbers they just care about the offering plate. It's hard to change the story when uh, when when so then you you say well this look at this church leader. Uh, who molested these children or look at this church leader who was unfaithful look at this church leader who did it and you just line up all of the accusations and it makes all of us look bad and I hate it when people say those things about Christians so how do we change the conversation be loud about our love it's good I think being intentional in our everyday lives I know that it may not seem like it's making much of a difference to love the people around you but like your intentional actions if you affect five people and then they see what you know what the lord is doing in your life and then those five people you know it's like it's literally multiplication right sounds like a pyramid scheme (laughs) (laughs) i don't do shapes here (laughs) but but really i mean i think intentionally every day let your love be loud right So let your love be loud, meaning, and it is an intentional, you said intentional, it's it's something you have to do on purpose. Right. And that's what discipleship is, right? Mm. Like we're being discipled as followers of Jesus in the way that we love others, the way that we interact with others, unintentionally disciples them. Yeah. Right? So it's, you know, famous saying like for new parents, more is caught than is taught. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, so like you good. can say one thing, but you, uh, you, but if you're doing another, they're going to follow what you're doing, not what you're saying. Right, right. So if you're intentionally loving, if you're intentionally following Jesus, if you're intentionally patient and kind, then all like they're going to follow suit, or they're going to say, "What is different about this person?" Right. And I want what they have. I think I think when we do these things, when we make our when we make each other better, when we interact with people outside of our circles. And we, they see the growth in us. That would make them see that it's worthy of following that same path yeah. of going to church and finding that same growth in themselves. Mm-hmm. Here's something to remember, and I'm not trying to draw a, a very crude or ugly analogy between the church and marketing. But what is the job of every advertiser? To get somebody to buy their product. Why? So they can make money. That's why companies hire advertisers, Mm -hmm. because companies want your money. What is our job as Christians? We want people to follow Christ. Mm -hmm. But people, because of the way that things are marketed and what they're conditioned to, when they see the church coming to them, 
saying, join the church, be part of it. All they're seeing is we have selfish and, uh, and less than altruistic motives. We want your money. We want your attendance. We want your to you, you to join our club so that we can look at look at how many new people we have. We're so growing and we're effective. And I think the church has been really bad about the the only time they ever step into their communities. And I'm using generalities, so forgive me. But the only time we step into the community is when we want something from the community or when we're angry about something the community has done. I think that if we go into the world like Jesus went into the world, ready to serve ready to love, ready to be a blessing, ready to be selfless, ready to put other people first, then the world won't know what to do with us. And they'll say, why are you doing this? Because we love you and Jesus loves you. That's literally the reason. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing to do. But yeah, but why? Like, what do you get out of this? We get to love you and remind you that Jesus loves you. Mm-hmm. We've already we've already gotten it. Yeah, and that's it. So the 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 thing is, like, although we operate kind of in the same umbrella of this is what we're advertising. We're not advertising so we can get something. We're advertising so that we can give something. Yeah, and that's mm. evangelism. That's bringing yeah. the mm. good news. Ooh, I like that. That's a word. That, that was good. That'll <laughs> preach. Yeah, well, and, and it is good news. It is good news. If if, if like there there's a if if I found out a place, hey, today they're going to give away free PlayStation fives. Uh, at at this uh, this store over here, and I went and got mine, and I didn't tell you that y'all could go get one. Oh, you didn't get one? Nobody told you? Oh, sorry, it was a one day only thing. You'd be like, you're a terrible friend, you're a horrible person. Yeah, I know. But dude, when those PS5s went on sale, and it wasn't even free, but when they went on sale, I was trying to tell everybody that wanted one. They're on sale right now. Like I text, I think it was Christian Zadek, our friend uh, Christian the Dragon. I, I text him, and it was like midnight almost, and I'm like, dude, they just went live on Amazon, and he got one. Why? I had one already. I had bought mine hours before online, but I told him that they were because I wanted him to get one too. And and that's the thing. Jesus is not in short supply. We need to let the world know that there is salvation for them if they call on the name of Jesus. It is for all people. No matter what their demographic is, no matter what their background is, no matter what their religious history is, no matter what their race or their gender or their financial socioeconomic status is, no matter what language they speak, no matter what political party they endorse, whether they're Xbox people or PlayStation people, Jesus is for you. And the price is already paid. And you're going to be way better off because happiness is just the beginning. I just think of like in the gospel according to Matthew where he writes in chapter 11 Jesus is talking and he says come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest in your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light and I think that's what every person is looking for in some way yeah you know they're looking for rest. They're looking for peace. They're looking to be accepted and loved. And Jesus says, come to me all. And in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that none may perish, but everyone would have eternal life. And there's no asterisk. There's nothing that says only applicable to these people. Yeah. You know, it's for everyone. But then you got to look out for this, and I'm, I'm convicting myself here. Like, how many times will people ask me, oh, how you doing? I'm like, oh, 
I'm so tired. Oh my goodness, this is just the, the hardest time in my life. And it may be, but if I look at my life and I fail to keep it in the perspective of the grace that I live in and the, the eternal perspective, then my testimony doesn't line up with the promises of God. And I'm absolutely being an anti-advertisement for the kingdom. Yeah, I think coming from the season where I just came from, it was a lot. It was a lot of unrest. I'm not going to lie. There were times where I was a bad disciple of Jesus, where I was a, not bad as in like I was doing wrong things, but I wasn't being intentional. And that I don't think, I think there were times where I genuinely compromised the witness that I gave to others because I, w- I would complain a lot. Mm. I wasn't taking time to Sabbath. I wasn't resting. Wow. And I, I truly regret that. Like, I wish I had taken this past six months, and I just talked about it in the the Devo that I recorded. Like, I, had I looked at that in perspective of eternal hope and glory, then I would have seen how God was refining me. I would have seen how God was growing me. I would have seen the rest that he had for me if only I'd come to him. And so I have to be intentional with myself and my relationship. But this rest that Jesus talks about is for everyone. I, I look at this verse, and it's it's one that I love. Second uh, Corinthians five twenty says, "Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ, God making His appeal through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God." And the 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 biblical word there for ambassador um, is is like we are. Uh, we act as an ambassador. We are a go-between. We are the seniors. The, the word there literally means we are older prior by birth or age. What it basically means is we have tried this. We have gone ahead of this. We have experienced this, and now we want you to experience it first. We have, we're a step ahead of the journey for you, so we're guiding you who come behind us. It's like we become big brothers. We become not just advertisers, but like spokespeople who have literally used this product. And uh, I think that's great. There's sometimes when I'll see commercials for like workout equipment and it's like, look, it's a ball with handles on it and we're you can just twist with it and it works. And they've got this guy with like this six pack abs and it's just like, <laughs> dude, that guy didn't get to look like that by using your crappy product. Your he, shake weight. He looked like that beforehand and now, and you hired him because he looked like that. Show me the fat guy that's on his couch that buys your product and then looks like that afterwards, and they can't do it. You know, I want to see the product where I go, oh, I want to see some realistic, like before and after pictures. And that's what we are for Jesus. Like a great, effective advertisement is not the paid spokesperson for the thing. Like, oh, of course, well, th- look at this actor, and they're telling me that they enjoy this product. I don't think this, this actor don't ever use that product. They got paid to be there, and we know this. But for me, I say, I want to see the before and after. We are the before and after. We are the ambassadors, meaning we are the ones who have gone before those who need it. And we can look back and say, look what happens. If you do this, this is what will happen. I am a living testimony of the goodness of God. That's what we are. And, and that's our job. We, God is making his appeal through us. Well, that, uh, that really kind of brings us to the end. My challenge for you then is to live your life, guys, in such a way that people will see the good works that you do, that you'll let your light shine and people will see what you're doing 
and they'll give glory to God. That's mm-hmm. not a bad thing. That's a great thing. And that's something that's all of our responsibilities to do. Uh, don't forget that you can follow us on all the social medias and uh, connect with us. Let us know your story. Let us know your before and after. Uh, let us know how you've been a good env- ambassador or representation for Jesus. Or even tell us how you failed at that. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll laugh about it. We'll move on together. And we can learn from it, too. We can learn from it, too. Absolutely. Um, we got some great episodes coming up and uh, some awesome things that we're going to be talking about. We're going to be Megacon, uh, going to the Megacon convention here in Orlando uh, yeah. to share the gospel and to encourage believers and unbelievers uh, coming up in August. So that's coming up real, real quick. Uh, please continue to pray for uh, Nerdy Godcast and uh, every Christian nerdy podcast that names the name of Jesus uh, on their podcast, Twitch streams, and the like. And uh, please, if you haven't done so yet, uh, hit that subscribe button. Uh, if you listen to podcasts uh, in multiple places, subscribe multiple times, leave us reviews. That stuff really, really does help us out a lot. Before we take off tonight, can we just pause and have a word of prayer for everyone that's listening? If you've made it this far, you deserve a little extra blessing in Jesus' name. Um, Alexandria, would you be kind enough? I would love to. Yeah. Father God, we just thank you. We thank you, Father, for who you are. We thank you, Father, for the riches of your mercy and your love that you truly you renew for us every day. God, I just thank you for every person that's listening to this podcast. I thank you, God, that um, in some way, shape, or form, they, they landed on this. Um, God, I just pray that you would show them how to be your disciple, show them how to love you, show them how to walk with you, um, and to be a light for others. God, I thank you that our testimonies aren't something to be ashamed of, but truly, God, you've given us stories so that we could share them with others, so that um, we can we can uh, just show them who you are. Lord, let our lives be be that of um, a great advertisement for you, Thank you of your of your love, of your patience, of your mercy. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So, Lord, I just thank you. I thank you, and I pray that you would just bless every listener and just show them who you are we have all of eternity to find out who you are let us never waste a moment of it so papa we love you holy spirit we love you faithful jesus we love you and we thank you that you love us more we pray this all in the name of jesus amen amen some of the little christian tiktoks that come up they always have like these are the people that you'll see in every church and there's always the one that says the girl that says daddy god and i always think of you because I say Papa. You do. You do. We love it. We love Papa, you. can you hear me? <laughs> Johnny. Johnny. Uh, thank yes, you for Papa. listening tonight. <laughs> this is all going to break down. Sugar? Re- no, no, Papa. 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 Telling lies. <laughs> no, Papa. Open your mouth. <laughs> all right. For the Nerd of Godcast, Quentin Gregory Neff. I'm the lad who loves berries and cream. <laughs> you are indeed. <laughs> Alexandria Marka. Bye, friends. Jessica Terror. Puppy monkey baby. (laughs) (laughs) That's my trigger. (laughs) Nick the engineer. Goodbye. And uh, somewhere out there, Julia and Steven. My name's Tony T. Until next time, we ain't got to go home. But we can't stay here.
No, I'm getting a little bit of static, but it's the usual static. Listen, if this episode doesn't sound perfect when we're all done with it, we're going to have to redo it with Steven, and that's going to really ruin this for me. (laughs) 